So, John, and everybody else concerned, what celebrity do you think you most look like? And also, what would it be like to switch lives with them? Well, for me, as a child, and throughout my life since, <laughs> the celebrity, if you can call it that, that I have most commonly been compared to mm-hmm. is uh, C. Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think swapping places as with a like, child. Honestly, like, from the age of, like, 12, it was like... People used to make me go excellent all the time. I just, wow. I probably, yeah, I you don't know why. You know what? I can see it in your face. Oh, it's God! The, it's the nose. <laughs> I should never. I've opened a wo- an old wound. Can of worms. So yeah, swapping places with a two-dimensional fictional cartoon, but very wealthy cartoon character. Oh yeah. In the mid to late hundreds, I don't know what that would be like. To be honest, probably not good. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm. A trade up in some ways, a trade down in others. But yes, very true. Mm. Mm. You can have Smithers then. Which I would have a Smithers. Well, you are my Smithers. You know this. No. <laughs> Joe. Uh, well, there's three people I've been told I look like, mm. and they steadily get more insulting. Mm-hmm. So, do you know the band LCD Sound System? Yes. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. See? Oh my god, I can really see <laughs> yeah. that. Someone had a poster of them. They were like, "That is literally you." Yeah, I remember I that. I thought it was you. Yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. So from there we go down. Uh, the next one is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, that's the yeah. one I thought of. Of course. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that instantly, close. Instantly was like, that's oh, the one. That's nice. Uh, and then the third one is Boris Johnson. So I don't know what that guy's That is definitely... Topical. <laughs> I will say I do not see that one. I used to have a lot more weight on. Oh, Okay. And my hair didn't used to be so groomed. I think that's. I think well, if you, you were had an argument and someone goes, "You look like Boris Johnson." <laughs> I think like if you added like peroxide, about a stone in weight, yeah. and just a general sense of hatefulness. Yeah. Then, I, 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 I don't well. see it. I don't see it right now. <laughs> oh dear. So that's three. Okay. I don't know what it'd be like to so swap lives with anything. We've got uh, Burns and Johnson. Yeah. Oh god, all the villains. Quite wow. a crew. Wow. Okay, Ollie. Um, I had to type into Google tall black male <laughs> celebrities. Um, which is now in your Google search history which forever. Is yeah. um, and the one that was most well known that I think, oh, he'll do, is uh, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, very I good. I don't want to can say I can see it because that does sound like I'm saying, well, you look like a black person. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, you're like a black celebrity. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh, Will Smith, I don't really look like You him. do not. No. That, that's so fair. Of those two. Yeah. 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 Black Panther, so. Yeah, yeah. Trader Boston's pretty good. Yeah. 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 So I'll yeah. take him. Mm. I was just thinking a little bit of Idris Elba. Sure do. You could play James Bond, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe tone that so down. Got... <laughs> <laughs> I have got a cold. Um, but yeah, so um, him or Idris, I'll take Idris. Yeah. I, 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 I think Idris. That's a good one. Yeah. Thank Those you. Shouts. What about you, Harry? Mm. Uh, I was thinking um, if you ever watched the TV show Heroes, um, mm. I believe that I am the villain Sila. Who played uh, him? Zachary mm. Quinter. Guy plays Spock as well. I know who's in heroes. He looks way more like me. Okay, I'll take you with no, totally it. He's I'm really you. handsome in it. Uh, <laughs> see, okay, sure, sure. Modest, <laughs> dashing, dashing. <laughs> Well,
Welcome everybody to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels and spin-offs to the Princess Switch as part of our Christmas season. We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing from my listeners with the submissions they've posted on our Facebook and Twitter pages. But first, we're going to go through a bit of a plot summary and talk about some of our favourite moments. I am Prince Harry, Duke of Britain. <laughs> joining God. me today... What a dystopian image. Huh? Joining me today is Count Oliver the Fancy. Hello. Who you may know from episodes such as Black Swan and Burlesque. Mm-hmm. He has a, a weird taste in films. <laughs> I'm also joined by uh, King Joe the Second. Hello. Known as Confusing King Joe by his subjects due to his appearance on our Interstellar episode, where I believe you pitched a blanket of reality or something like that. <laughs> Early it, days. It was an odd one, it was an odd one. And joining me as always, the court jester in Liverpool, it's John Lucas. Oh, I knew it. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it, whatever. It's a job. Yeah. <laughs> Work is work. Yeah, yeah. In this economy, you're my target. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so the Princess Switch. Uh, Joe, you picked this film for us. Yeah, let's start with yeah. this. Thanks. With the why and the wherefore. Isn't so it? I'll try and explain why I chose this. Because it seems to be a... Could you call it a trend of Netflix films that come oh, out? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, this pitch, yes. just to, this, this film really tied into have, a, a, a festive tradition of mine, which is something I genuinely enjoy and I would recommend to everyone. If you're ever bored on like Christmas Day or, or on the Christmas season, go on to Netflix, just type in the word Christmas and just find the shittiest poster you can find. I mean, didn't they but literally they do that in this film? Yeah. And watch that. I guarantee they're all exactly the same and they're all amazing. I don't know why these are produced on any level. Yeah. And no, I don't I know do. if someone's producing this thinking this is good work. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I remember seeing the trailer for this last year, and I, you know, I just didn't get around to watching it. That's the, that's the only reason I didn't watch it. I just didn't get around to it. I it's wanted such a to. low I was... barrier to entry because it's like it's Christmas. You're not allowed to follow up with it. You're not allowed to think about it. It's just something to watch in the background. I can see it. I saw it. I knew exactly what it was, and I really couldn't wait to you watch knew it. Every part yeah. of the story. I yeah. feel I did. Harry yeah. is the target audience. Yeah. <laughs> this is the target audience right here. The 26-year-old yeah. couch potato is the target audience of this mm. film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I half, felt yeah. like they needed some scrutiny. Yeah. Mm. So we watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, Joe, you've seen this before now. Why? Uh, well, my wife likes to watch these films how, how <laughs> extensively. Times, how many times have you seen it? Uh, twice. Only twice. Okay. Although three technically, but I, don't, I wasn't really watching <laughs> one time. Although it's not hard to take it in. I was going to say, you ever really It's not exactly this? David Lynch. You know? <laughs> no. Okay, Ollie, what about you then? What do you. I thought it was delicious. <laughs> Your first time through? Uh, my first time through. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's sinister. Sinister? <laughs> I thought, was watching it, I thought, this is sinister. And I'm going to tell you why as we get into it. But I thought, this is dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can I see that. Yeah. Um, okay, I think without any further ado, we should start a plot summary. It doesn't need to be the whole half an hour that we do here, here on the no, podcast. No, I don't think it would... I think you'd really struggle. Ironically, this film is almost two hours long, but I think you'd <laughs> yeah. struggle to describe the plot in less than I five minutes. Like, yeah. In more than five minutes. It's so over a hundred minutes. minutes. When yeah. I saw that, I thought, what are they going to... <laughs> I'm just, still a little oh, puzzled. Yeah. They did. <laughs> so the first five minutes, you're like, wait, what? what the what? film's done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make every scene last a little bit longer than it needs to. <laughs> oh, Um, I do want to talk about the first scene mm. with that lady in the bakery, that character actor. Oh, do I? I You're the best kept secret (laughs) in Chicago! (laughs) Okay, yeah. So, you need a plot summary. Sure, do that. It it, it, it doesn't need to be brief. We'll we'll interject and everything. 
It's essentially Prince and the Pauper. Yeah. Is the entire Except film. she's not a princess and she's not that poor. No. Like, none of them are. <laughs> it's like no the one fake is. princess and the well off artisanal baker from Chicago. It's really really Everybody's just somewhere in between. Yeah. yeah. That's essentially the whole gist though. They look the same yeah. by some spurious plot device like they describe. Cousins set twice removed or yeah. something. Yeah. But everyone goes, Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, Nobody reacts to the fact that these two people are literally identical. Nobody reacts Nobody. to anything throughout yeah. this film. The thing, the thing that I noticed was when they first meet and like, the, oh, we look the same. They go into a separate room together and then they don't address it. <laughs> they don't talk about oh, wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. just talk about, missed, oh, so, so who are you? And... A lot of goodness. Okay, okay. okay. okay come on, now, let's, let's do this. There's a lady, you're the best, best keep secret in Chicago of what is happening. <laughs> so we start off there mm. and she's whining because her boyfriend left. I can't imagine why. <laughs> and the friend says, oh, I've put you in for like a famous... Bakery. Famous baking show. Yeah. Baking show. At and Wembley. She says, no. In Wembley. In, in Belgravia. In Belgravia, but in Wembley. Yeah. yeah. Why did they, why did they just, like, why just say it was a British show? Since <laughs> yeah. they went to this f- fictional it's country. in the mountains. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, it was filmed in Romania, because for tax purposes, you know, clearly. Um, but yeah, like, everyone has a British accent. Well, you know, to a lesser or greater degree of accuracy, a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> everyone has, like... Something resembling a British accent. There's lots of. It's a baking. It's obviously inspired by the Great British British accent. If this is a Charles Dickens book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Say what you all about the accents. I thought Vanessa Hudgens was bang on. I felt like she watched bang Mary Poppins. Bang on what? Yeah. Bang on what? Bang on somewhere between British and Chicago. And, <laughs> <laughs> she and, it, and it, She sounded like she was from LA the entire time. But you knew she was from Chicago, though, because she spent the whole time in that sh- the Chicago hat. And kept saying... Just in case she could remember. You know how you walk around Leeds sometimes with a hat that just says Leeds? I want to go back to the fact that she's running a bakery business. This is supposed to be a world competition Mm. where her bakery could be put on the map. In the best kept secret, well, you know, if you want to make that money, let's not make it a secret, let's make it public. (laughs) And the person you're in a business with said, look, this is a way to make more money. And she says, no, I'm sad because my boyfriend left me. Get your priorities straight and yeah. get that money. Well, I liked how she was like, oh no, we can't possibly just shut up shop for two weeks over the Christmas period. Which I was like, you know what? Sensible. You're right. You need some time to prepare. Then she goes and like sees her ex-boyfriend. And she's like, oh, I guess we can. And there's no explanation can of like we, how she funds that. Can we talk about the bumping into the ex-boyfriend? Yes, we do. That yeah. was really something. So is this entire film motivated by her trying to I, one-up? Yeah. I just yeah. assumed the way that happened, he was going to show up again, but... No, yeah, one of yeah. many plot lines that is just picked up and dropped. Because like, when I, I watched this with uh, Mel Housemate and we decided to, to just try and predict as much as we could of this film, and obviously there's so much we got right. Yeah. But like him, we thought like, okay, he's going to have his comeuppance by the end. Yeah. You know, like that woman that he's with, like she's going to ruin him or something. Like They weren't nasty. They weren't nasty people. Yeah. I just assumed, you know, he's going to come back. Because the way he goes, oh, I was thinking about you, you know, that trip we took to wherever. Yeah. Then the girlfriend comes up. I'm like, this is inappropriate. Mm. Yeah. If I was the girlfriend, I'd be like, who's this? I'd to be, be honest, yeah, I feel like Stacy is the villain of this film in many ways. <laughs> in most circumstances, <laughs> Stacy is the villain. Because <laughs> she's got that whole relationship with the ginger lady who won the baking competition last year. Who she meets in Belgravia, mm-hmm. is it? Yeah. 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 And then she's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You used to be really close to the professors. Remember you used to just cream his strawberries? Like, she's slut shaming this poor woman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just a better baker than her. And, 
there was a bit of slut shaming throughout the film but that was the that she was took the... it there before the other girl was just like oh hi and a bit of insincere like oh hi nice to see you again how you doing she just took it straight to like you're a whore <laughs> that was another to go back to uh, a film we did uh, it reminded me of Christina Aguilera yeah. straight she out just the comes game in. rude Stacey DeNovo what a surprise Brianna Michaels didn't know you were going to be here. I won the competition last year. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> and what are you making for your pièce de résistance? Cheetos à la mode? Yeah, I like Cheetos. And you are? Kevin Richards. I work with Stacy. Stacy and I went to the Cordon Bleu together. Yeah, Brianna was really close to some of the faculty. They knew I had talent. Oh yeah, like when you sauce Professor Kendall's berries? <laughs> so then she sees the ex. Hmm. They're doing something. She goes, "Oh, I'm going to the bakery competition," and then they go to the competition. Well, they fly to Belgravia, and it really made me laugh because the flight to. But did you pick up on this as well? They fly to Belgravia, and there's like stock footage of like a Boeing seven four seven with like some a really dodgy like ADR like voiceover going like, "I guess we're on our way to Belgravia," <laughs> and, it cuts to, and then it cuts to like the landing. It's an entirely different plane. Yeah, it's a tiny little. It's a little private jet. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure it's a private jet. It looked like a glider. Listen, I think the princess gliding into the princess. The princess switch budget could only go so far. Well, that explains a lot about the sort of barren sets. I don't know if you know. Barren what? Sets. You know, in the cafe. The cafe at the start. What did you think it was? Barren sets. What you were saying? I was like, what? Yeah, but in the cafe at the start, it's just like one table. Yeah. And that's it. That's why it's that... the best kept secret because they've got no customers. <laughs> so why is she not going to the competition? And then they're in the toy shop, you're like, this is the least welcoming toy shop I've ever seen. It looks so look like an empty space. And, and those toys, yeah. those toys look crap. Yeah. Oh, like, what year is yeah. this? Right. Okay. We'll come back to that because I've got plenty to say on that twist again. Twist again. That, that, I've skipped so ahead. Much but yeah, I did feel like Belgravia, this fictional country that this film is based in, consisted of a single street. Yeah. <laughs> in Kensington. Oh, yeah. Basically, of course. <laughs> yeah. So they go to Belgravia. They're at this competition, which looks cheap. It's basically yeah. the Great Another British Bake Off in Belgravia. She's up and to way worse. Yeah. Um, and then she goes off, and then oh, and we forget that, and they're talking about it's held by the Lady Margaret. Oh yeah. Who never shows her picture. Yeah. She's <laughs> the, the very private princess of this, the future queen of this kingdom. Yeah. Then she's walking along and she bumps into Lady Margaret, who she looks like. Yeah. Both of these characters are played by Vanessa Hudgens, who is the only name in this movie. Mm. Everyone else is like off-brand. I, I, I didn't know oh, who she Oh, was. yeah, yeah. I have no idea who she is from anyone else. Oh, she, oh, she's from High School Musical. So uh, I took okay. my mum to see High School Musical. That's why I know who she is. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, of course, you took your mum, yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I took my mum and I stopped and got myself some ribs. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> and so they bump into each other. Yeah. And this is where it starts getting sinister. <laughs> because it does... Because Stacey's like, oh, you look like me. And the way Lady Margaret's looking at it, like, yeah, you do. Yeah. You know what? I need help with this case. She this knew more. Bit. Yeah, she, it felt like she knew more than Stacey knew. Yeah. The way she was looking was, I thought she's going to drug her. <laughs> I thought she was the villain. I thought she was going to tell me that. Like, like, I thought yeah. this is dangerous. And You're going to take a twist. Stacey, Stacey's supposed to be Chicago, from Chicago. She's supposed yeah. to have her wits about her. Who, well, how do I know this is Lady Margaret? There's no pictures of her. This mm. could be a predator. Yeah. There's oh, predators. Yeah. There's the oh, predator. She runs into her literal point. identical twin and is just like, oh, sure. Pops over to the house. In other news. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Oh, you've got to keep it secret. Okay. Yeah. 
they accept it so quickly Everything. and with so little yeah. tension. No, but it was explained very well. It, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, I guess, we're, yeah, I had a cousin <laughs> once who got married to an American. I guess maybe we're third cousins. And that means we're gen- genetically identical. Yes. <laughs> so she goes back to the her lapdog, mm. who just takes all her abuse. He goes, oh, oh I'm off somewhere. Oh, the doyen, the uh, lesbian doyen that she's got. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> And then that little girl is going on about the ballet. I want to go to the ballet. Oh, dad can't afford it. Why can't we afford it? Gold digger. (laughs) So Stacey goes off to Lady Margaret. I'm doing inverted So they decide to switch identities is where we're getting at. So you've got your baker and you've got your duchess. If you hadn't got that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) When she invited her for tea and then there's the shot of her, of Lady Margaret staring the tea, I thought she's going to drug her. I thought that too. I thought. Drug her and she's going to wake up. And she's going to take on her life. Yeah. I thought, what? So, you know, and then, so they swap lives. She becomes Lady Margaret. The other becomes, becomes Stacey. Now, in what must have been 20 minutes, they were able to do accents, change yeah. how they work, learn each other's families. Well, it was 20 minutes, got... but 18 minutes of that was walking. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. The whole thing was just, oh, it's look how I walk. Extended walking montage. Yeah. Never mind nailing that Chicago accent, which she pretty much did get, like... Yeah, the, like the American accent she nailed immediately. The um, the British accent or the Genovian accent, not so much. But yeah. <laughs> and also, like when they said, "Oh yeah, this is the fa- entire family tree." Hmm. So you're gonna in this amount of time remember all the family tree, <laughs> no, so knows. that when she goes to see the king and queen, she knows them. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was utterly. I just thought it was incredibly sinister on the, like, this child, if you don't take into account that she's a gold-digging bitch, but, like, this little kid who's, like, her (laughs) godmother, who, like, I guess is, because the thing is, the two of them, the three of them who go over to Belgravia, it's Stacey, our our little heroine, our plucky baker, you've got her best friend from high school, Kevin, who's, like, ten years older than her, but somehow they went to high school together, and his daughter, and, like, they're... Uh, The daughter's name is... Olivia. Olivia. Yeah, yeah. Gold digger, I call her. Yeah, yeah. But (laughs) Olivia's mother has left the family sometime in the past, so... She's no one's gone. talking about her. Never, n- never discussed, yeah. But she's gone. So this girl's probably primary mother figure is, we imagine, Jennifer Hudgens, Stacey. Which she's not that bothered about. No, she doesn't care at all, yeah. Because as soon as the Duchess comes, the sinister look, the gold thing. Yeah, she's like, peace out, yeah. That's what I mean, like, <laughs> this little girl's prime maternal figure has just, like, been weirdly body swapped and she just has to deal with it. Hello. Ugh. Boy, am I glad you picked up. I was going to call you. There's been a bit of a snag at this end. What happened? Hey there, princess. Oh, you figured us out. It wasn't rocket science. (laughs) You okay with this, love? Are you kidding? I get to hang with royalty. And Margaret told me all about that ballet scholarship. And that's so totally cool. Okay, well, I'm glad you're all right. Let me talk to Margaret. We're getting on fabulously. Well, that's great, because things are not fabulous here. Why not? Edward is back. Get out. So they've swapped lives. Stacey meets the prince. He's a misogynist. Yes. He's Total basically pl- he's played by an off-brand Benedict Cumberbatch. Right? Yeah, like cheap, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like, you know, store brand yeah. uh, Benedict. 
And Did anyone else pick up on his weird haircut? Yes. Like, yes. Why was it so high around the ears? What was wrong I... with that? Also, it didn't match. The left and right were different no. heights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so that's... glad that wasn't anyone. Yeah, it really yeah, bothered me that. That's yeah. the attention to detail of this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they're the things you because you runs the plot you kind of go into a kind of meditative state with because it's pretty. But, but you see, start noticing these little it's things. It's when they're like, going into the you know they're going out on their horses into the snow. Oh yeah. And it suddenly turns into green screen. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is it done that? At no point. In the entire film, at any other point, do they do this? They could mm. have just gone like, oh. because the only set they had was that one street. <laughs> it was really badly done. It was bad um, so he's supposed to be a diplomat going to Spain on important business. Yeah. Sacks it off just randomly, and the king and queen don't seem bothered. Mm. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I need to get to know you because we're getting married." Yeah. And then when she struts in. To go horse riding. Oh my god, the glamour shot of her horse in, in her jumpers. Was finished. Because I was like, why is she strutting? Like, what was the point of all that walking training when she yeah. is strutting? She in is like working that? those jumpers. She's just like, <laughs> it is like. It's it's slow motion. She's doing the the hip action. It's like all you need is like right said Fred on the soundtrack. <laughs> Pretty much, and he's like, oh, this is this is a treat. Yeah. Um, then they go horse riding, and then he starts talking about diplomacy, yeah. and she dares to have an opinion, and he basically goes, oh, little woman, be quiet. Just keep planning. Just worry about planning our wedding, dear. That's all we need from you. Yeah. And, and, and she that, sets him straight. To be fair, you know, she sets him straight, but then he, he looked confused, mm. and then later apologizes. But when he starts apologizing, doesn't understand that he was a misogynist, and yeah. that's why he needs to apologize. Well, you know, she, she's well, she's challenging his worldview. He brings something in about his grandma, right? He goes, "Oh, my yeah. grandma had opinions. She was rebellious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I've met a woman that has opinions. <laughs> so there's another one. Okay." Mm. And then on the other side, Lady Margaret seems to know how to drive, knows where the house is, like, mm. just, you know, straight into Chicago accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she adapts much more easily to being did. a commoner, which I would think well, would be the other way around. Not <laughs> just that, though. When she saw Kevin, mm. she saw a three-course meal because <laughs> yeah. the eyes she gave Kevin... Yeah. So Kevin's like, yeah, Kevin's like the best friend. He's the father of the little girl. And he, co- yeah, he comes into her bedroom at a certain point. When he's topless and she's like, ripped, yummy. Yeah. But, did, okay, did anyone else pick up on the fact that he walks into the bed, the hotel bedroom or the, the chalet bedroom, wherever Left, Oh, topless. Topless, yes, that, that in itself is weird. But he's, he walks in and goes, oh, I forgot my toothpaste. Have you got any? You've been here for two days. <laughs> his breath was stinking. <laughs> what is wrong with his this person's oral hygiene? No, but my But his muscles is, were right this, there, though. No, so. This goes back to when we watched Burlesque. Yeah. Why are people <laughs> going into other people's bedrooms with no clothes on? Because yeah. they want to... Yeah. Why have yeah, all like, plot devices to get him in the bedroom? This no, to be, fair, to be fair to him, he'd worked hard for that torso. Yeah. You know, for he wants to show it off, yeah, to be fair. We, we had this exact... We had the exact same discussion last week we did at a film called The Holiday in which Jude Law plays a widower, a, a widowed father of two young girls. Mm. And I'm like, clearly this terrible tragedy in your life has not affected your workout routine in the slightest because mm. you are cut to shit. Yeah. Like, so you, know, same thing, off, you know what? He's worked really hard for that. Yeah. You know, but they're supposed to be best friends. Do they just tend to walk around topless in front of each other? Yeah, and then Lady Margaret, like... She's thirsty. Her eyes, yeah. she, was, she was drooling. yeah. And then she's on the phone to Stacy like, this man's a treat. And then Stacy goes, oh, he's like a dog. If you show a bit of attention, he'll follow you anywhere. Oh, Stacy treats <laughs> Kevin like shit in this film. I had to pause when she said that. I thought, so 
your goddaughter's father, you're talking about him like this. Yeah, your best friend. The best sous chef. We didn't talk about that. Why is a sous chef working in a bakery? That's not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. That's a restaurant thing. It's not a bakery thing. But yeah, her best friend, her confidant, the guy who's the reason she's here in Belgravia, she just always refers to in such dismissive tones. Like, oh, that's just Kevin. Just Kevin. Kevin. Maybe she hadn't seen him topless. Maybe not, yeah. We so go so, to so if she hadn't seen him topless, does that mean that he was coming into the bedroom that time topless for the first time in their relationship? I think, I think... Yeah. Was he, was Kevin he, was was he was trying something? To, yeah, Kevin was starting to get attracted mm. and he thought, mm, let, me, let me lay down some breadcrumbs. Yeah. I've put like nine months of, of, <laughs> nine <laughs> months of Kato into this body. Now it's the time yeah, to reveal. You know yeah. what? Oh, oh uh, I've, I haven't got, brought any toothpaste. Yeah. The daughter's outside. Your toothpaste is shut up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've brought any toothpaste. Why don't you go to his daughter first? But anyway. Um, and then we go to Stacy, and she's going to the ball. Yeah. And now the bit. This is another bit that bothered me. When they're under the mistletoe, hmm. the prince looks like ooh. She kisses him on the cheek, and then um, what did the helper say? Oh, she's strong-willed. Yeah. You're basically calling her hoe <laughs> because she kissed her husband to be on the cheek, and you're well, shaming her. Do you think this prince has ever had any kind of sexual interaction with a woman before, or anyone? Like, because it's the sense that, like, it's an arranged marriage, like, because he seems to be, like, what, 30? I don't know, 25? He, he seems, seems pretty he... vacuous and yeah. dull. <laughs> he just... <laughs> wow. He's got a character in any form. He just seems... His parents, his mum seems like she like she knows what's going on, and yeah. the king seems he knows what's. But maybe he's, he's simple. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because like when <laughs> it was like the word of the mister, ooh, 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 and then oh, why don't you play the piano? I don't want to go and play the piano. You can't do. You can't say no now. See, the piano, the piano scene was a classic example of a thing that I found frustrating about this film. Is it, it would it set up potentially funny like cringe comedy moments like she can't play the piano this could be funny mm-hmm. she's gonna bomb it, it maybe she'll just try and do chopsticks or something ever be like what the fuck like that could be mildly <laughs> entertaining instead she just sits there and the prince is like i'll save you and they just play a nice little duet and, this was, and then they go outside for the dark oh and the old man pops up again yeah, like yeah, a creep. Yeah, pops up he keeps popping up saying oh this is true love vacuous prince is like mm, i don't know what you're talking about what's love <laughs> And then goes dance with the lady. <laughs> then, um, uh, oh, and also when they, when um, Stacey's like, oh, ha- do you have volunteers or do you have paid workers for the foundation? Well, oh, she's suddenly like, those things. She's suddenly <laughs> like a social justice warrior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Stick to the bakery, love. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair. She's like unionising them. It's like... <laughs> now, one of my favourite bits, mm. and I told Joe about this, when they go to their orphanage yeah and the little girl goes are you a real princess yeah. and she goes yes i am no you're not you're a you're a bakery owner. <laughs> <laughs> you're a liar that's what like, you are <laughs> and i think she's sniffing around for that gold but anyway then the girl goes oh i wish i could be a princess well if you believe in your heart you'll be a princess in your heart shut up <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it an was very like, yeah. I've got no money and the tree is struggling there's yeah. no presents and you come to me in your expensive clothes to tell me I could be a princess in my heart <laughs> get out <laughs> yeah that was like unexamined privilege like I... to the max that scene <gasps> and everyone real was cheering yeah. oh what a lovely lady she's horrible I was thinking that when uh, the princess then says like okay well we need to get presents for all the kids here 
I was thinking, well, surely they just want a bit more money rather than like, I mean, presents, Christmas spirit, yeah, sure. Those crappy presents. But like, they if, they, if, the if, they, if they can't afford the presents, it probably means they can't afford other stuff too. You know, like maybe hot showers and food. Who knows? <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? A mother, a home. <laughs> what I don't want. I don't want a little tiara. I want something I can use. Financial security. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Ollie. No, we've killed Ollie. We've killed l- l- listeners, Ollie is lying. Down. <laughs> I want a mother. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's finished me off. No. That's amazing. Is it true you're really a princess? Oh, not yet. But I will be after I marry Prince Edward. Are you in love with him? (laughs) Very much. I wish I could be a princess. The most important thing about being a princess is caring about other people. And if you do that, then you're a princess in your heart. Can we all please say thank you, Lady Margaret, for her time here today? Thank you, Lady Margaret! And you're very welcome. We forgot the, the villain of the, the show. Well, there's at least three. Who's the main villain? Oh, do you mean do you mean the, the rival baker? The rival baker. Okay. She's oh, the yeah. worst rival. Yeah. She doesn't know what she's doing. Mm. Well, here's another thing. I don't think Stacey deserves to win because she arrives in this new place for this competition, doesn't do any prep. She just <laughs> she just swans off for two days to be a princess. There's no rehearsal. Like, I don't. No. Why does she deserve to win this competition? No, and also that probable, that woman maybe maybe she put the hours in. You know. But also, if you're going to sabotage, yeah. Oh, just really sabotage. The... I thought she'd broken the blender so they can't make the cake. Yeah. Everything else. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I can't cream the berries. That's a puree by hand. <laughs> I can't puree the berries. <laughs> Come on. Is this your dastardly plan? I mean, also, surely you could just be like, my blender's not working. Can I have a replacement, please? Yeah. Like, you know, and it's also, a she guy. cut the wire and thought, I've done it. Like, yeah. come, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to slightly rewind. Yeah. The, 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 yes. Have you... Oh, I, no, I'm just comparing that show to The Great British Bake Off, and I, oh, God, I was just so, so <laughs> underwhelmed. Yeah, it's a like, movie, right? yeah you, you nailed it with the blender. Yeah. But then when it comes to judging it, and they look at this this giant cake that looks like it's made of plastic, it, because, it, because it, let's be honest, it it's not a real cake, was it? <laughs> and everybody else is, like, here's, like, four Christmas baubles precariously balanced on top of each other, it and look it like looks fantastic. Like, like, no, they look like shit, yes, but they actually look like a decent design of cake. Mm. Sorry, I'm really getting into something here. No, no, no go for um, it. Speak your truth. And like that does the, the Christmas baubles that deserve to win design-wise. Her cake, they said it tasted like shit. <laughs> no, she goes, oh, the the um, the berries weren't pureed as much as I'd like, no. but the cake tastes delicious. No. Also, when when, the, when that when that happens in Bake Off, you've not won. Yeah, you've not won. If your cake tastes like crap, you've not yeah. won. Also, That's, if a cake tastes like shit. You're not going to say it's a good cake. You failed the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I loved how, like, because it was so much, obviously, the British, the great British Bake Off, but mm. transposed to this world. Could they not have just, like, got Paul Hollywood for a cameo? <laughs> I don't oh, think there man. was enough money they in the budget. They just got somebody, <laughs> got some, like, Ukrainian producer's wife or much younger girlfriend. The like, money or a lookalike, gone. maybe. She barely spoke English. Yeah, she, she, this, this, like, model who clearly doesn't eat a lot of cake in her life. Yeah. Like, barely spoke English. Like, <laughs> it was such a weird moment because she, yeah. She, there was a lot of weird moments, though. Mm-hmm. But we've gone far past that. So they've had the two days. We've seen um, they both fall in love with the other person's person. Yeah. So Princess Margaret, she falls in love with Kevin. With Kevin. The, 
And the little girl sees got has got pound signs yeah. in her eyes. <laughs> and then, then Stacy falls in love with Prince, the Prince of the Prince, Columbia. and the Prince realizes that women can have opinions. Yeah, um, <laughs> everyone's then, got very satisfying art. Yeah. yeah. So then there's that end bit when they're you know they're kissing each other's man and they're like, oh no, you know, sorry, mm. um, can we pretend this didn't happen? Then Princess Margaret, Lady Margaret goes back to the house and that guy is on the balcony taking photos. Where's security? (laughs) Where is the security? There's no security around this palace. Mm -hmm. And he's taking people in Tom pictures, falls off the balcony, he's fine, (laughs) and continues to take pictures. I thought he was dead. That bit where he fell off the balcony, the the film became something else. It became Home Alone for a second. Where, like, injuries don't mean anything. And no other point in the film was this a thing. Then he's taking people in Tom pictures yeah. goes to the queen is like I've got pictures uh, do you want to keep your job oh here's some dishes to take then she somehow thinks I know I want my son the prince to marry a bakery owner <laughs> no one's addressing the lies the deceit <laughs> no, yeah. where no is my daughter-in-law is she the safe that there's another lady who looks exactly like you yeah. that conversation just never happens does it like no. why do they look the same <laughs> Um, I don't know if anyone noticed, and I don't know if you've watched any of these other Netflix films, mm. but I right think. in the middle of it, for some reason, they always bond over watching Netflix. Yeah, oh, that, that, was, that was that was the oh, that, was, that was really something. I had to pause it and uh, doing all these films, ha- have a look at what was what was going on there, because some things that I thought they would I thought it was going to be a little bit smart, where they were going to do sort of fake titles. I saw El Camino Christmas, and I was like. Wait, is the Breaking Bad spin-off but a Christmas version? Oh, yes. I looked it up, and it's actually a thing. So someone told me today. So it's in not these films, No, it, it, it predates it. In these films. Someone... This film predates Al Camino, doesn't it? So, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. So someone told me there's Easter eggs from the other crap Netflix film. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah, they're really creating their own cinematic up. universe. Yeah. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's like... Uh, at the MCU, I it's like think a step it's... up from Marvel. Yeah, no, I yeah. shout. I, I, I'm building a master theory of how. I mean, you don't, you guys don't care, but all the TV shows on Apple TV Plus are all part of the same universe. Mm-hmm. It's great. So it's the same for Netflix Christmas specials. Yeah, yeah. Netflix Christmas hey, specials. They're all Netflix are trying to make that money. Yeah. Apparently, they're the most successful stuff they make. Yeah. No, honestly, I, I did with go slightly. What's her face playing every character? Mm. Like all her characters from one of the films that she's in. Another one that's just come out. She's in. Oh, the night before, before Christmas. Christmas. Is that the one? Yeah. What's the name of yeah. it? From this? Yes. Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, the, the night before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, she, different, <laughs> yeah, different lady. That's, uh, that's someone else. That's different someone else. lady. <laughs> um, no, because I was watching this film fairly... Pa- no, that happens like an hour and a half in. I was watching it fairly passively. You know, I was somewhat enjoying it. I was a little bored because it had gone on a little bit too long. And then it got to the scene where they sat down like, oh, let's watch a romantic film together. Hey, what's on Netflix? And I literally went, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Shout at the screen. I was like, no! See, if the entire I could, thing like, is a vehicle. Yeah, if I could have rolled up a piece of newspaper and like smacked my computer on the nose, I would have done it like, no! Bad Netflix. Well, yeah, you, you won't like the Apple TV Plus shows. Do they all do like, that too? Hey, this is the best podcast on iTunes! Oh, and stuff no. like that. Really? I'm, glad, I'm glad I could listen to it through my AirPods. Oh, uh, yeah, well, they actually do that yeah. uh, to a to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Listen, promote Apple products. I'm all for it. Listen, and you know who would agree with that, Olivia? Oh sure. <laughs> now, <laughs> so can we talk she knows about she her? Yeah, she's running around making noise. This is she the wants to, yeah. She wants to be in the ballet. Then she finds out when she finds out Lady Margaret it has swapped. You saw she's like, I've got this. Yeah, I've she accepts that very quickly. Mm. She, and then when she, she loves to go, fairy I wish you could stay forever. What about your godmother? Oh, she ditches that bitch like a hot brick. <laughs> and <laughs> then when the godmother comes back, 
the sour salty yes. look on her face <laughs> was like oh at least be pleased I'm like oh I am no you're not yeah. not even I'm as Princess Margaret yeah. <laughs> is it really you? it's really me It really is you. What, do you have to sound so disappointed? No, 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 no. I'm really glad that you're back. It's just, I really wish Margaret didn't have to go. Now, what were people's thoughts on the king? The king? I mean, the again, king. off Brand Charles dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was sinister. Yeah, he, he, he seemed... Well, they seemed like they were building this thing up. He's like, because he, he, he's the one who said to the peeping Tom on her, he's like, watch her, something's changed. And then at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, she's an imposter, ma- your majesty. Oh, well. Like, she, she gets over it very quickly. Like, <laughs> no, and now he's like, oh, yeah, let's, let's my, my son can marry the imposter. Yeah. Because when they're, when they're out the window, you're like, there's something strange about her. Love's all you knew. Yeah. Yes, darling. <laughs> what? Yeah. And, and lack of a criminal record. Yeah. Is something that should be yeah. a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah. Like, if this is an arranged marriage, which we are, we are led to believe that it is, so, like, presumably there's a lot of politics bound up in these two getting together, you know, like, but when it swaps to just some <laughs> just random baker, baker, it's just fine. Like, this could cause an international incident, you know? <laughs> it really could. And also, can we discuss how quickly did they get married? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Oh, Love Trump's all. You I have mean, to the, end the, the marriage. Mean, like, the marriage state was already set before he met her. They just swapped yeah. marriage. <laughs> <They just swapped, laughs> <guys. laughs> so, uh, right, so we've gone sense. through all this mess. They've been together with their prospective partners for two days. Mm. They go to this crappy baking program. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Lady Margaret and this baker look the same. They go behind stage, which looks like made of MDF. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. Then... One lady declares her love for Kevin, you know, after two days. I know what love is. Two days. Mm. He looked shell-shocked <laughs> and was like, uh... Well, this he, is the other thing. He okay. didn't look into it. He, no, I think he fancied I found her. it... Gen- <laughs> I found this plotline to be genuinely disturbing because... Yeah, look at it. Look at this film from Kevin's perspective. Here's, this is like his best friend yeah. since the age of fifteen. He's now decided that he's in love with it. Maybe he's been in love with the whole time. Maybe, or maybe, he has. Yeah, I think like, and now it's suddenly it's like okay, I, 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 I've got to address this now. This is this has been burning within me. I love you, and then it's like I'm not the person you thought I was. I've <laughs> traded identities. The person you're in love with is an imposter. No, and I just can like, tell you what happened behind the scenes because Kevin didn't you know, look into I've it. Never, I've never, I've never used that excuse before. I've got to use that next time to get out of an old yeah. situation. I'm an imposter. Kevin, <laughs> I'm not really who, you are, who I am because he looked like. Well, it was like, oh, I think we need to talk. Yeah, we do. Olivia took him aside and said, "You better listen to me." <laughs> Pinching him and the gritty. You get I, to be yeah. my mother. I did love. I laughed so hard at his. His react, his reaction when he finds out that there's two of them. Yeah. His like, what? What? <laughs> he did the he biggest was, reaction. At there. least he was shocked. No yeah. one else seemed. Sure. He's the only one who reacted in that way. Because yeah. the prince is like, look, this is going to be hard to understand. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is hard to understand. You don't seem bothered that the person <laughs> you've been betrothed to is not the person you're marrying, and you're like, it goes. Aren't you annoyed? Not really. So, can yeah. we get married, please? Yeah. Then 
Stacy goes no and then runs yeah. to the front but like yeah from the prince's perspective I can kind of buy it because he th- this is someone who's been in a, an arranged marriage with essentially he doesn't know her so the fact that it's somebody else he doesn't know you know in for a penny but Kevin his best friend for like 25 years is like suddenly an entirely different <laughs> no, but, person no, no, and he's just listen, fine with it no but then maybe Kevin is like a lap dog oh, because no. the thing is the best friend treats him Badly. Oh, she does. She's terrible. To and her. now he's been getting a bit of attention, and he jumps mm. up. That's a whole other thing. Mm. When Meghan Markle married Prince Harry, mm-hmm. you know the Queen got MI five, MI six. Every background check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this film, they have no secret service. Well, they clearly have no security. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a very small. Marry it's their about, prince. Yeah. Oh, you'll do. Yay. I think it's Everyone's like clapping at the end. Yeah, I think Two it's like days. Liechtenstein or something. It's like a tiny little principality somewhere, you know. It's like... Oh, John, I think the princip- the the size of it is probably just the castle. Maybe that's even, what I mean. It's, maybe it's even the grounds of the castle. It's, just, it's, it's a prob- cul-de-sac. Yeah, it's, the it's, but, it's, cul-de-sac, it's probably whatever yeah. Netflix could afford to buy. Yeah, yeah, sure. What's going on? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. <laughs> Try me. I think I can explain. <laughs> There's, uh, there's two of you? Have we exhausted the plot? I think I we think, have. I think we literally I, 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 went through the entire timeline. Yeah, I mean, I'm quite riled up about this film now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so drinking games? Mm. Yes. Sure. Uh, who wants to start? Okay, I'll go first. I've, I've said uh, drink for the use of doubles. Okay. So essentially when there's a stand-in for an actor. Mm-hmm. Yes. When basically Vanessa Hudgens, she's not playing two characters right. on screen at That's once. That's quite a good idea. You see yeah. the back of someone's head. Yeah, yeah I noticed a lot of over-the-shoulder shots. In there's, this a film. Lot. Yeah, like, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Okay, this th- this is my big one by far, is drink for Christmas trees. <laughs> there is a Christmas tree. I, I became obsessed with... Why have we not done this for the whole season? No, no, but this film in particular, I became obsessed... Maybe because the film itself was somewhat dull. Like, as much as we've had a lot of time unpacking it, like, I would say that this film is like a 75-minute film packed into like a like an hour and 50 minutes or something. It's, lo- it's longer than it needs to be. So there are long stretches of this film that are actively quite dull. Yeah. So I became super obsessed with the fact that there is a Christmas tree in every frame of this movie. Yeah. I swear to God. The tinsel budget on this film must have been <laughs> through the roof. There wasn't of mention of Christmas. Throughout. There wasn't, but it was always the every, honestly. What if you ever having to, an inclination to watch this back? I swear to God, every <laughs> scene there is a Christmas tree. May, many times, multiple in the same room. Like it's. It didn't feel not, like a Christmas film. Mm, film to me. I, it, it was on the cusp for me. Like it, 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 it just about classes as a Christmas movie because. You know, there is that character that you're thinking, is this Santa? Yeah. And, so I, and it is set around Christmas. And mm. I think it's it's just enough to class as a Christmas movie. Just it's a question we've been asking no. this season because we did the holiday, first of all, which is, that that is very borderline whether it's a Christmas movie or not. Mm. A Nightmare Before Christmas, I wasn't too sure. I thought it might be a Halloween movie. He learns the meaning of Christmas. Yeah, it's a Christmas definitely, movie. That's unequivocally yeah. a Christmas movie. Yeah. You can't argue that. My thing was drink every time that creep pops up the, the, the creepy so. oh, that's yeah. a good one yep so who do we think he was I think I, have I, no idea. I think he was I an, think angel. he's a predator I think okay. he's an angel sexual predator angel <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think they've seen a lot no, I think they've seen a lot of Christmas things or, or there's an old or, guy I, let's put an old guy I could be a load of different people mm. I it think, could be like a what's that orphan black situation wait, no, no wait <laughs> 
Wait, of course it could be loads of different people. I mean, Vanessa Hudgens is two people. Yeah. He could be like six. So he's, not actually, so actually he's not the same guy in Chicago as he is in Belgravia. Yeah, then. he's just okay. two similar looking people. That could work. Because that exists in this world. Yeah, sure. But also he could be Mr. Bean from Love Actually. He, yeah, he, he could be any number. You know, he just pops up where he's needed. Yeah. I think if they'd cast like a lovable actor that we all know, like yeah. you know, Rowan Atkinson or, you know, or a Steve Coogan or a... Yeah. You know, Steve Coogan. I don't know. I'm just even an Alan yeah. Cumming. An Alan Cumming, that'd be yeah. good. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maggie Smith. Uh... That, that, that no, be... but you know, he's a bit younger. Yeah. I thought, oh, actually, you know, he you looks a bit seen... elfish. Have you seen any more films than burlesque? That's <laughs> all you've got. <laughs> why wouldn't now. that? Why couldn't that count have been Cher? You said it would have but like I was thinking, someone who looks a bit because he didn't really look like Santa. No, he didn't really. He just no. he literally like a, did just, nothing just, at yeah. all. Yeah. He, no, he just said about, some bland. When 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 they were in the shop at one one point and they they bump into each other, but they want other people to see <clears> that. Oh my God, there's two of the same people. Yeah, and then he he's like, Oh, out. my car broke down. Come and come out. Yeah, he and, smooths over some situations. Yeah, he, he saved. He saved the no, scene. And then he he goes, saved the story. Who is he? No, but he keeps telling people that's true love, and they're like, uh, "I don't know who you are." I think the when evidence... he popped up to see Kevin, he's like, "Oh, it looks like true love to me." I think yeah. the evidence. He was he was the gaslighter in chief, essentially. I, I thought, who is this? Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Um, so I said, "Drink every time he pops up." Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't really have anything until Ollie started to. Express his uh, feelings around Olivia. <laughs> so I think you should drink every time Olivia asks for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stroke <laughs> demands something. Grab your little girl. Yeah. Yeah. What a little cow. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up, I drink whenever you correctly predict something. Oh, so oh, obviously, well, I'm, I'm got to be. Sure got to be your first time through, but this is drinking the drinking game that I actually played while watching this, and it's you know what damn fine drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this film surprised me particularly. No, apart from how egregiously stupid it was. Like. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, even that I predicted. Mm-hmm. It's called the Princess Switch. You yeah. know exactly what's going to happen. You know what sort of film it is. You see the cover. You see the same person's playing two people. And... Yeah, three minutes in, you're like, okay. Yeah. I've got the measure of this. The only, <laughs> the only surprise is it's not, it's not Lindsay Lohan. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> 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 There's so much we could say. I'm going to be good. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've got two more. Uh, one, my next one is drink for product placement. We've discussed the Netflix scene already. Oh, yeah. But also the egregiously long scene where they're just looking into each other's iPhones. Just like, <laughs> oh yeah, yep. cute. Yeah. <laughs> what a cute picture of Chicago. I love how convenient they both had. I mean, this is the nerd in me talking. They they both had the same outdated iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> All they needed to do was switch their little oh, yeah. yeah. I knew you'd pick up on outdated. Yeah, like one well, no, one's a princess. Why have you got why, why have you got Margaret, why, have you, why have you got a phone that's not like maybe Montenegro right doesn't date. have that much money. Montenaro is it Montenaro? Is I it kept hearing Montenegro as well. I did, I was like, so did I. I. Why are you not like I'm sure? I'm sure that was. I don't understand why they had Montenaro, Belgravia, and then Spain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking if about you're that, gonna that, go there, no, just go the whole <laughs> she, she never did though, did he? he never True. went. Chicago as well. Chicago, call it that or something. Just put in a fo- yeah fantasy land. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also got drink whenever anybody works it out that there's actually been a switch. Okay, oh, which right. is I think twice in the film. There's Olivia, Olivia the, the girl, earlier yeah, on, yeah, yeah. and then just like everybody all at she, once. But to be when fair, they're she literally told, yeah. something's up. she's like, yeah, 
That is not my godmother. Thank and you. also, drink for the magic Christmas man. Okay, cool. My last Which one. You only had yeah. Magic Christmas man. Oh, you mean the old man? Yeah, the old man. Okay. Yeah. So my last one is, and this I might be a little, I might be a little alone on this because this is something I've noticed that I notice more than you notice. Mm-hmm. But did anyone else pick up on how distracting the extra work was in this film? Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> Thank extra God. work. <laughs> the extras, you know, the people who were yeah. in the back, yeah. back there was the scene in the shop. Yeah. You know when they were going to the toy shop yeah. just before the walk with Kevin and uh, Lady Margaret, there's a whole shot with a guy coming out of the shop. I'm like, why is this? Why are we so focused on this extra? <laughs> there was loads of scenes where yeah, the, the extras extra were very much in the foreground. Yeah. There's a bit where Princess Margaret or Stacey as Princess Margaret is walking out of the castle, and there's two kind of like beefy kind of blokes mm. stood like you know standing guard, and they look like they want to kill themselves they look so depressed and unhappy to be there but my absolute favourite was at the end of the film and I, I, maybe I'm the only one who knows this but next time you watch it because I'm sure you all will the wedding scene at the end yes okay so it's a lot of crowd shots you know because you've got your happy bride and groom and your flower throwing the bouquet oh they were so in love it's so so happy there's like and there's all these like extras you know just smiling and cheering and looking happy and yay happy couple there is a single Skinny, balding ginger guy, and it's not me. There's a ginger. <laughs> I, I think I saw. Did you see him too? Yeah. He was getting his face into every yeah, shot. He I kept like him. leaning in, and it was so funny. See, I, we're kindred spirits because yeah, I, I also like love guy. looking at the extras and seeing what's going on because they're the ones that make me yeah. laugh. Um, yeah, I he saw. was in every shot he could. He he made his money exactly. <laughs> he was like, I'm getting camera time on this. <laughs> And also that, that that orphan girl came to the wedding she with did the it. same cheap tiara. Like, <laughs> she hadn't on. aged in a year, yeah. She's like, <laughs> and the clothes still look like orphanage clothes. Yeah. Like, come on, give her. She had not nice grown an inch in twelve months. Yeah, but, as yeah. long as she believes the one. Yeah, as long as she believes, <laughs> she just needs to believe. Yeah, this is what you don't understand. That was literally the worst line I've heard in any film. That was so angry. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, good okay. Time. Well, I think that pretty much concludes drinking games. Unless yeah. nobody has any more. I think we might have covered no, it. No, yeah. I think we're done. All right. Okay, well, before we get to the sequels, I just want to let you two, and of course, listeners at home, know that me and John are on Patreon. Mm-hmm. You know what Patreon is? Mm-hmm. Basically, if you think that we're good enough and you'd like to support us with a bit of money, then you can go to patreon.com slash set, support us for as much or as little as you think we're worth. Up to 15000 a month. Okay. <laughs> um, we have several people begging us to raise that bar yeah. up to like 30k, but yeah. it's just a yeah. Patreon rules. Yeah, yeah. sorry. We, we've, we've done what we can. Yeah. If you do become a Patreon, no matter how much you pay, uh, you get quite a few different bonuses from us. First of all, you get a bonus show called Beyond Beyond the Box Set, where every week, or more often sometimes, we review cinema releases. Uh, so I think our most recent one might be Knives Out. Yeah, so by the time this comes out, we'll talk about Knives Out. Fabulous film. Well. I've heard really good things. Really about good it. fun. I've heard really, Love, really we both, good we things. We were cackling. Oh, we loved oh, it. Yeah. You were both. Yeah. yeah. I'd recommend it to anyone. It's so good. such good fun. Yeah. yeah. Also, you also get the extended episodes of the main show, which... Just feature extra extra content, more jokes, more drinking games, longer plot summaries, more listener submissions, just more of everything. Yeah, that's John. He's in charge of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Also, every patron once a month gets a 30-second advert slot on the main show where they can talk about whatever they want, their own business, their own podcast, or just whatever they feel like talking about. It's their time. And also, finally, I think, once a month we have a Patreon episode where the patron get where any... No. We pick one patron a month. Where we pick one patron a month. Thank you, John. To come on and they pick the film and they can guest on it if they want to. Yep. It's up to them. All that is available at patreon.com slash set. 
Indeed. Bonjour tout le monde, I'm Finn, and every Tuesday I host a podcast called Passport People, in which I talk to people from around the world about the places that matter to them. What is so special about each location? What makes each place tick? Where are they headed? To join us on our round the world trip, talking to a diverse range of fascinating people from an incredible variety of professional and cultural backgrounds, search for Passport People in Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, cool. sequel time. Okay, who's going first? Also, you guys. Well, you guys have got individual sequels, right? You're not yeah. right. Yes. So maybe one of you should go first, and then we'll go in the middle, and then someone else can wrap it up. I'll go first if you want. So, uh, yeah. Joe, whenever you're ready. Okay. So mine is basically based on two things. Okay. I think I told you this earlier. Is at least one of them the it's princess based- switch? No, you didn't. <laughs> yes. You told us to wait for it's it. It's very much based in the princess switch. Great. So the first thing is my, and I don't want to make this too political, okay. my rampant republicanism. Okay. But we'll set that aside for now. That's yeah, for another time. <laughs> Second is based on the fact that he talks a lot about going around the world to Spain specifically. Oh, this talking is, about this is foreign the policy. Of, the prince of Belgravia. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know what royal families going around the world talking about foreign policy mm-hmm. unless they run their own state. Yeah. So I'm assuming he runs a, some kind of despotic state where the royal family runs There was no sign of any kind of government in Belgrave no there wasn't and he treats his foundation like crap so it's an absolute monarchy is what you say yeah Yeah, it's an absolute monarchy the beef eaters didn't look happy no they did not so you know the signs are there revolution is brewing yeah yeah. I can't wait (laughs) (laughs) so my sequel idea is sort of like a character study like a la Vince Gilligan Mm -hmm. type Breaking Bad you know so it's a slow demise of Stacy into like narcissistic Narcissistic, power hungry. Oh, so is it like? It's like is she like the Ava Peron of this situation? Like she, she's been brought in and she's like got revolutionary zeal, but the power corrupts and she ultimately becomes more as an autocrat like the rest of them. That's pretty much the gist. Oh, great, but this is how it, this is how it goes down. Okay, <laughs> this is very Joe idea. <laughs> yeah, but it seemed the signs were there. The signs were there. Mm. Perhaps she didn't pick up on them. So they settle in Belgravia, and first of all, it's like you know expected. A variety of events where she feels like she's a princess still but then little things happen and she starts to notice that he's a bit of a tyrant let's yeah, say okay. <laughs> but what's happening in conjunction with this is kevin is in what is it montanaro yeah oh is he going to no. montanaro yeah because he's with the princess oh, they're oh, all together yeah. and he's become a bastion of democracy what in montanaro the oh, no one cares about the bakery okay. the bakery's no, gone. they're over it they've got themselves They've married, they've both married into Montenegro. They've married her, yeah. yeah. So he's become a bastion of democracy in Montenegro. Okay, this like is a revolutionary no figure. Yeah, this is no good for Belgravia. No. They can't have this, because no. then it'll, you know, their population will be like, yes, we want democracy. So I feel be- like Belgravia is a tax haven. That was a sense I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought that was obvious. Yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was like the, the subtext of everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so this is basically the catalyst for a change. Does she want to support the rebels in a country to take on oh, okay. democracy or not? Or does she want more power? Mm-hmm. So she wants more power, obviously, as Ollie would love from any any person. I power hungry. It's so your much. jam. It is. So she goes into Montanara, kills Kevin. They're not <laughs> friends anymore. Wow. You know. So Stacy assassinates Kevin. How does she do it? How she do it? How she do it? Oh well, this is a lot of detail. Yeah, no. I mean, is it a knife? Is it no. poison? This woman's clever. She doesn't do it herself. She sends people in. And then she instills a tin pot dictator in order to, you know, carry out her will. Is this coming out on Netflix at Christmas? I know, but it it should. (laughs) The sad thing is, I don't know where the old man fits in. Um, 
So she's so, she's established herself now as the de facto ruler of Montanara by killing Kevin. Yeah, and she's so. basically, you know, like Walter White. Great. Not Lady to spoil Margaret? anything. Who? Princess Margaret. She's gone. She's out. She's in the gulag. I don't know. <laughs> she's gone somewhere. Uh, it's like the fall of the Soviet Union. Yeah, basically. And then basically she goes on and... She just becomes power hungry like Walter White. Goes on a campaign okay, like, of colonization. Okay, so I like so the Co- film ends with her as like a despotic ruler bit. Yeah. I thought more she goes on, she sort of colonizes more places that are based so, you know, on uh, the, areas the, of London. <clears throat> for the end, I'm imagining more of a do you remember that, that Black Mirror episode, the Waldo moment? With the politician. The, the cartoon the, the, the dog. Cartoon the politician yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pitching more like the end of that. Well, she thinks she tries to do something good, but ultimately the system overrides her, and she ends. Well, up doing no, as in thing. she has become a great dictator, and like maybe the one person um, who was trying to rise up against her mm. just gets crushed out, just like nothing. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of the feeling I was getting. I'm sorry, I, was, I jumped in there. No, no. So that was basically it. She okay. just becomes power hungry, but there's no sort of I don't know what the word is. It's not redemption. Oh, no, it's just she it's doesn't a die. Like... She doesn't get comeuppance. Oh, no, it's it's a trilogy. Or, or, or maybe get more of a house of cards kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. The character. So it's Stacy, the, the 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 one who started off as a baker, who has now risen to the ranks of dictator. Yeah, because she married Prince. So, so maybe the Prince. Well, come on, she took over. You know, she yeah. was independent. He had like an his grandma. Uh, <laughs> he fell down the stairs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know how it but is. Maybe maybe like there's a revert. Maybe maybe this is like if we continue the twinning theme. Maybe it's like a revert, a, a parallel trajectories story where Stacy rises to the rank of being a tin pot dictator, whereas Margaret becomes like a revolutionary. She she really gets down into the nitty gritty of you know. Yeah, it was instigated by. It was instigated by Kevin, who'd got sick of people putting him down. Yeah. He wanted to rise up. Yeah, and maybe Margaret at the end of it stabs. Maybe the two of them have a, the two twins, like battle it out, and there's a stabbing or something. So I attempted a name. Oh Because it's Princess Switch. Yeah. She's yeah. switching personality. You know, it's uh-huh, all sure. there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Princess Switch two. Baker to dictator. Baker to dictator. <laughs> oh, that, that, is good. that is good. Oh, that's right. So it's all there. Damn, that's good. And she no longer bakes. She doesn't bake <laughs> no. anymore. She's She's dictator. Dictator. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I didn't include Olivia. I know she's got to be in there she's, somewhere. Olivia's, Olivia's not she's, bothered. She's, she's you know what she's good life. She's betrayed her dad. Of course, she handed did. him over. Yeah. yeah, she's fully complicit. Yeah. Yeah. How did you know? She's I was the here? Ivanka Olivia, Trump of this administration. Holding my knee. <laughs> you wouldn't get me that. You didn't get me that ballet. Cause <laughs> she did. <laughs> That's amazing. I like That's it. my good. Very good. Very good. Job. I like Thank it. You, yeah. Damn uh, fine title. Yeah. So are we going to get to Wiles Harry? Yeah. Okay, so me and John have done joint one this, this week. Yeah, let's just save a bit of time. Um, so our, should we do our title first? Or? Yeah, the title of ours is The Princess Switch 2, Electric Switcheroo. <laughs> okay. Excellent. <laughs> and it's based on the principle that this film is predicated on two characters who have never... Our two main characters, Stacey and Margaret, who've never met before, but are just somehow identical twins. And then they have a seamless switchover, obviously. So we thought, what if every character in this film also had an identical twin and an opportunity to do a switcheroo? But all at the same time. And nobody knows that everybody else has done it. And it's mm. just going to feed it. So it's more of a it's side like call. A, no. Yeah. What is it, being John Malkovich? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling a little like that. Um, so I'd like to start with Kevin. Sure, yeah. I believe. Yeah, let's go um, to Kevin, yeah. Go on. Oh, do you want me to start? Okay. Yeah, I think you're better at the Kevin story. 
Okay, fine. So Kevin is, of course, Stacy's lifelong best friend and sous chef, which I'll never get over. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we were thinking for his story. So again, it's, it's a side pull rather than a sequel. So his his setup in the original film, as you'll know, is that he is the sous chef to her baker. They've been best friends since high school, even though he's like 20 years older than her. Um, <laughs> he's got a daughter. His wife has left in mysterious circumstances. So we were thinking that maybe at the beginning of the fi- of the original film, of the narrative of the original film, Kevin is feeling very depressed. He's in a job that isn't going anywhere because what kind of baker needs a sous chef? Um, <laughs> his, he doesn't have a wife. His wife couldn't job. His wife's gone. He's got this little gold digging brat of a kid who's just obsessed with asking for ballet classes that he can't afford on his on a sous chef in a baker's wage, you know. So he's like, he's he's full of regret. He's like, oh, my best years are behind me. I'm trapped. I'm trapped now. I'm trapped with a child and I've got no wife and life is just. I'm just I'm just on a skid mark to the grave, you know. Wait, and, Ollie, are you, are you laughing or crying? I know you've been relating to this. So, how is family life treating you these days? I'm feeling it. <laughs> so anyway, what we're thinking is he runs into, we didn't really figure out why, maybe you can help us with this, but by some set of circumstances, he runs into his own double, his own identical twin. However, this identical twin is free, single, independently wealthy. And also dead ripped. Yeah, ripped to shit. Because it's based on the scene, obviously. Where Whereas Kevin, of course, is not. He's a, a bit of a dad bod. So yeah. is this happening sort of at the same time? It's yeah, parallel to oh, yeah, yeah. the original, yeah. Because that's the thing, like, there's that scene where, where Kevin walks into the bedroom with Margaret <laughs> and he's, like, ridiculously jacked. And it's like, you're a single dad of a three-year-old who's working in a baby. When have you got time to do this much exercise? So I was thinking maybe, or we were thinking, maybe this is the switcheroo. So Ke- mm. the Kevin, the dad, the best friend, meets his own identical twin, who's identical in all but, like, body mass, who's just, like, single, he's independently wealthy, and he's working out all the time, and he's just living the living the bachelor life. And they agree to swap places, because Kevin, our Kevin, the real Kevin, wants to relive those days again. Like, he wants to get away from this life that he's built, for, this self-imposed prison of parenthood, and you know, that he's built for himself. And the trade-off is, you have my life, you get a free holiday to Belgravia, you know, you get to travel, you get to be on TV, and I am going to fucking live it up in Chicago. You might get to meet a princess. Pa- I'm going I'm to party like it's 1999, you know, I'm going to live my youth again. So the Kevin that we see for the majority of the film is an imposter to his own daughter. That's not his real daughter. And so he goes, best friend. and he meets this princess who looks like his double's best friend but of course he doesn't know that mm. so he doesn't notice any different to the fact that it's not that actually the same person we're closing the plot holes so what see, you, yeah, see what, see what he's trying, trying to make sense of back. the yeah. he's like what on earth going on here this is not my friend yeah. but also can you imagine poor Lady Margaret when you know things start getting cooking yeah. and you know the top comes off like what happened yeah where did those abs go yeah, <laughs> yeah. well the way the way that I pictured it was that fake Kevin he goes to Belgravia and he meets up with who he thinks is a princess, but turns out not to be a princess. But he does actually fall in love with her, as happened in the the film, The Princess Switch. Yeah. They actually fall in love. So the fact that they're both doing a big switcheroo, it's not a problem for anybody. Mm. Whereas, of course, in reality, like, that'd be a major problem. <laughs> you just That just wouldn't happen. Yeah. So in this one, it all kind of makes sense. They have that in common. 
Interesting. And that's all you need to, to fall in love with someone? Something so there's like a parallel film happening Deception. Where, where real world Kevin is getting sucked deeper and deeper into this like club life in Chicago where like he's not he's not had he's not been on a night out since like 2005. He, he can't hack the pace anymore. Like, you know, so he's having a he's getting into all the drugs and the sex and the dance music and he's not loving it. He's not having a good time. So he gets burned out very oh, quickly. Oh, so that's the Christmas message. Yeah, his, his yeah. Christmas last message is that by the end of the film he learns to appreciate that his daughter and the things oh, he's trying beautiful. to leave behind. So yeah, it has a Christmas message in the end. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of it, he's like, give me back my old life. I want to go back to having a dad again because this this life of just like, just like wild, uninhibited sex and dancing and drugs and gym time is not for me. I'd rather be a baker with a dad bod. That's that's the life for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> well, we've done more than that. We've also done one for Olivia, the mm. little girl. She did a switcheroo. She did a switcheroo as well. Oh, of course. Yeah. So Olivia, at one point, she she does go to a ballet lesson, and uh, there's a new person at her ballet, a new pupil, yeah. a new pupil, and it's her double, uh, who we've nicknamed Olive for now. Yeah. Olive and Olivia were very we've been very creative with this one. And uh, now Olivia, she's the smartest person in this entire world, pretty much. Yeah, you know, smartest person in this film. So you know what? Sure. And uh, the first thing she goes up, like we look remarkably similar. What's going on here? And they have a long conversation, and eventually it turns out that Olivia has a dad, but doesn't have a mum. Olive has a mum, doesn't have a dad. And they work out, wait a minute, does that mean that like, we're twins or something? Is this a parent trap situation? It's a parent trap situation. <laughs> so she's met her long-lost sister. Twist. And they're fully aware of everything that's, you know, everything that's going on and how meta this is and whatever. Have you ever thought about how fundamentally disturbing the plot of the parent trap is? Yes. A couple get divorced and they they separate two twins and take one each and never tell the one about the other. It's fucked up. So that's what we're going with here. It's a mess. Yeah. yeah. And so, well, Olive says that she wants a dad. For, she wants to get to know her father. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's not she wants to get to know her father. She wants a dad for her mum to fall in love with. That's it. Sorry. And Olivia wants a mum for her dad to fall in love with. But Olivia says, "Well, I've already, I've already found that person, and it's not going to be my my biological mother. It's going to be Stacy. But I've been trying to get them together for years, and that's not worked. So what we need to do, I think we should do the switcheroo. That's what they do. And so Olive goes off to Belgravia or whatever, and she does that whole thing um, where she tries to get them together, and eventually does, not knowing that they're both doubles, because <laughs> everybody's a double in this." Uh, meanwhile, Olivia uh, goes and stays with Olive's mum. Now, Olive and her mum—they've not really got on for a while. Like they, they don't have the best relationship, and so Olivia kind of she repairs that. And the way that she repairs that, she sort of transcends the mother-daughter relationship and becomes the best friend, <laughs> the wingman, if you will. Yeah. yeah. And so she takes the mother out, and she vets lots of guys who she goes on dates on, and she eventually finds the right man. She finds Mister Right for. Olive's mother. Just right. We've not actually thought about it. To be honest. Oh, right. Yeah, it's a fake thing. Gosh, another double. I mean, maybe, but but I don't mean Kevin, but fake Kevin. But But she's already had a child with real Kevin, so it's you know. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. That she 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 might see through that. That might be a tad weird. Yeah. Yeah, but basically, she finds Mister Right, and in the process of doing so, she repairs the uh, the relationship between mother and daughter. Though the mother doesn't realise that her daughter has been switched. Because they're not that close. <laughs> they weren't that close beforehand. And, um, yeah, they switch back afterwards, after, after the princess switch, and, you know, pretty much everybody lives happily ever after. Everybody gets paired up. Um, Olivia and Olive, they have whole families again. Yeah. 
Oh, so it's cool. basically just a parent trap. And we do have one final... <laughs> the final one we had, the final, final switch, which is uh, The Prince. The Prince. So there's a scene in the film where the prince, he goes away on a diplomatic mission to Spain, but he very abruptly comes back. Ah, good point. So we were like, well, while he's in Spain, maybe he meets his doppelganger, his exact doppelganger, who's just like some guy from Spain, like a commoner from (laughs) Spain. Just just a a normal. We were just like maybe someone with like a really menial job, like a donkey farmer or something from (laughs) Spain. Yeah, he's obviously stressed out about this. The prospect of a an arranged marriage that's about to happen, you know, that he's been forced into, he doesn't feel very comfortable with. So he's grafts onto this foreigner, this this Spanish donkey farmer, and he's like, "Hey, why don't we switch lives? You can be a royal, you can be engaged to a really hot princess, you know, you can have everything. All I want is an escape route, so you can have all of my stuff. I'm just, I just want a, a blank check." Oh, wait a minute. Um, can it be the assistant to a Spanish donkey farmer? <laughs> Sure, I mean, I didn't know there was that much bureaucracy in the in the donkey farming industry, but for a later for a later plot point, I would like it to be the assistant of the assistant. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah, the assistant of the Spanish donkey farmer. Yeah, so that's his role. Uh, So they switch places. This very heavily accented Spanish, because based on Vanessa Hudgens' fabulous English accent in the original (laughs) film, I like the idea of the prince having to put on like a very over the top Spanish accent. He's called like Jose or something. Basically, he shit at being Spanish. Yeah. He just can't do it. Yeah, so the, the Spanish and, guy goes over and becomes a prince. Obviously, we've seen the film. He, yeah. he adapts perfectly. Nobody, nobody clocks a thing. They very quickly realise that this Spanish donkey farmer's assistant is not actually Spanish, and the donkey farmer cottons onto this and fires him for it. <laughs> and, so he, and so he's lost his job. He's here in Spain. He doesn't actually have a house. He doesn't speak the language. He's just... He's bottomed out completely. Yeah. Like, he's homeless. He's lost everything. Meanwhile, the guy who he's replaced has just become the prince of Belgravia. And is thriving, yeah. And, you know, he's getting married. It's 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 all working out very well for him. Yeah. And basically, that's the end. Yeah. It's like a comment it's on, just like... identity theft. Yeah. But voluntarily. Well, so, yeah. And then the, 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 the original prince... So he prince, never gets back. Well, the original prince comes back. He's like, you know what? I really over, I overcommitted to this. I do not have the life skills to deal with, like, non-rich and famous uh, lifestyle. So I, want, I would like my wealth and fortune back. But the Spanish guy's like, sorry, dude. It's like, yeah, nice. <laughs> this is my life now. Uh, yeah. I quite like it. So this is like an ensemble piece written Pretty by much. Charlie Kaufman. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got some length. But I just, it's like a comment on like, yeah, royals not having the life skills to deal with. Like, imagine, imagine if, like Prince Harry or Prince William or any royal, Prince Andrew, God, was dropped in. <laughs> you know, was dropped into like a regular everyman job and was just had to like fly undercover. It wouldn't work. They don't. They don't live in the real world. So mm. it's kind of inspired by that, I guess. So yeah, that was like the Princess Switch film. Two Electric, electric Switch Through. <laughs> I like the parallel film idea. Yeah. Okay. So it's my turn. It's, it's your turn, Ellie. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to quickly mention some almost sequels. Go for it. Oh. Go for it. So one was going to be the Baby Switch. The Baby Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the Baby Switch. Lady Margaret and Stacy both have babies at the same time. Mm-hmm. Lady Margaret's baby dies, <gasps> and she <gasps> takes. Stacey's baby. No. So So Lady Margaret, who's now living as a commoner because she's married Kevin, the hot guy, um, she steals the baby of the wealthy princess. Okay. She was going to do that. And then uh, the other one was going to be almost like a John, uh, being John Malkovich situation, Mm -hmm. that it's not just those two, there's loads of them. Um, And it was going to be a bit of an orphan black. It was going to be very sci fi y. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, so there's there's extra twins being added to the basically, But they're not human. I see. Oh, okay. We were going to go there. Okay. But where I lagged it, so. 
I'm just going to read the thing and you'll find out the title Go as I'm it, yeah. reading it. The film starts with the end scene of the first film. So we <laughs> see Stacy getting married um, and Stacy's eerily retelling the first film. So, you know, met, fell in love and all of that. Do we, uh, do we need a retelling of that film? No, no, but just shortly, just short. Of the meeting, falling in love and living happily ever after, or at least that is the story we told people. The reality was very, very different. Ooh, Cut to black. Intriguing. You hear a scream. <laughs> and the kind of... What, what kind of scream? It's just, it's just like blood-curdling scream. And we're in an alleyway. And the kindly old man is found in an alleyway butchered. <gasps> oh my God. No. Not the spiritist Christmas. Butchered in what sort of way? Tell me. Well, uh, it's found brutally murdered in a back alleyway of Chicago. The police have no idea what happened, but they deduce he was cut to pieces with a knife. This was definitely personal. Like a big They have knife? a sense there is more to come. And the film is called Princess Switch Annihilation. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, remember we were pitching our sequel ideas between ourselves and discussing what we were going to do? Mm. And we had a few ideas and you were like, no, because I'm pretty sure that Ollie and Joe will have done these. Uh, We underestimated. Yeah, we did. Uh, We we did think about doing Princess Switch. There's a third one. There's Mm. a third Vanessa Hudgens. Oh. But it began so, and ended there. But yeah. No, we didn't do that. But also, clearly you guys I, have... also, from online, I've heard hints that there is actually going to be an actual sequel. There where, is, yeah. Where, well, where, there is, there is. where there is a third one. Yeah, no, that, I think that is... Yeah, there is I, actually... I, I think that is genuinely... Next where, Christmas, where, they're, where, where they're going with this. So, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Anyway, please continue. That's all right. Okay, so, uh, Princess Switch, Annihilation. Annihilation. So, one it. month prior to the murder, Lady Margaret... Kevin and and I've called her the gold digger daughter uh, <laughs> are happily living together. All seems well, but at times Lady Margaret seems distracted. She says she just has a lot on her mind. So much has changed for her, uh, for the better, of course. But she feels she has much more to tell Kevin. So much more. Then Stacy and the Prince, on the other hand, are still in Belgrave, Belgravia, uh, and she's just had a baby. The prince is overjoyed, and while Stacey is very happy, is also tinged with sadness and a tenseness. The prince notices this, but thinks it's just her adjusting to motherhood. Later, uh, Lady Margaret and Stacey are talking on the phone. In hushed tones, they talk about the baby. Do you think they will come for her? Of course not. We made that deal, and we said we wanted out. And if not, we would expose them. They will keep their word. Also, if they come for her, we will make sure that is the last mistake they ever make. <laughs> they like say they love each other <laughs> and bid each other good night. Screams again. <laughs> the baby has been kidnapped. The whole of Bergrave is in uproar. Who could do this? Everyone is worried and the prince is inconsolable. Stacy is crying, but you see a rage and a determination in her eyes. A ransom note comes saying there is an uprising in Belgrave if the prince does not give 50 million to the ter- this terrorist group. Uh, Stacy pretends to be upset, but she looks with disgust and knows the note is a fake lead. Ooh. So back in Chicago, uh, Lady Margaret has the same look on her face of sadness and determination. Uh, she tells Kevin that she's going to go to see Stacy. Kevin says he'll go with her, but Lady Margaret says no, he needs to be with the gold digger. Mm-hmm. So we see uh, Lady Margaret then drive to a storage container where she starts to pack weapons, knives, multiple guns, money. 
she calls Stacy and tells her she's got the stuff and that she will be with her soon. They warn them that it would be the last mistake they ever made. Now it's time for action and it fades to black. So I'm assuming Mm -hmm. these ladies are about 30 years old. So we're going to go back 30 years. Twin girls are born to a lady and this lady's really scared. And then there's a man standing over her and it's the old man. (gasps) No. Who's the father? But he's so old. But 30 years And he still looks exactly the same. (laughs) Great. Wow. So the man's over and then he says, what a blessing it is to have twin girls. The organisation will be most pleased. Uh, The lady says, please don't take my girls. Uh, And the man with an evil smile says, they have never been your girls. Everything belongs to the organisation. Ooh, I'm loving this. This is gripping. Yep. Cut to a montage. So we see these two girls get trained. So in my story, they've always known each other. Okay. They're getting trained to be assassins. So they're trained in (laughs) espionage. They're trained with weapons. It's really quite dark. All the deadly arts. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, the old man is their handler. Okay. (laughs) So... uh, He's training them, he's really sadistic, and this is the life that they've always known. Then at age 20, they're on a mission, and they stumble across some an, an mission in Spain. Okay. I thought you were about to say in space. No, Spain. <laughs> so I'm tying in Spain. Okay. Uh, Spain, the diplomat meeting. Oh, nice, Spain nice. Is okay. going to it's, it's all, it's all layers. So this yeah. is all before... The original film, sure. Okay. And uh, they're there to assassinate the president mm. and he's going to be replaced by someone from the organization they stumble across some documents which show exactly how big the organization is mm. and it's secret information so they take it and keep it and they're going to use it as a bargaining chip to get out of the organization sure the reason lady margaret doesn't have a picture anywhere is because the organization are in charge of Montenero. Oh, okay. So, they don't <laughs> How have do a pic- think of this? They don't have a picture because there's not really a daughter. Right. And then, with regards to Stacy, she's been planted. So, what we find out, even though she's been going on missions, she's lived in Chicago, mm-hmm. and so Kevin does know her, but doesn't know anything about her double life. Mm-hmm. So, when... They now, the Lady Margaret's to marry the prince and the prince is going to be going to Spain. They hatch a plan to get out of the organisation. So they do this whole fake. So the film Mm -hmm. is a subtext. All these plot holes, it's actually when they (laughs) fake meet and they're not bothered, it's because they already know (laughs) each other. This has all been (laughs) pre-planned. Amazing. And so... The reason that the prince doesn't go to Spain is part of the plan because they want to keep the prince where he is. So the organisation want the prince to not go to Spain. Right. Because they want to do something in Spain. However, the girls are like, we need to make sure one of us marries him (laughs) and then we'll threaten them with the information that they've held all these years. (laughs) So they fall in love, blah, blah, blah. And then once they get married... They say, look, if we'll release this information if you don't let us out. It's of all a giant confidence so trick. It's all a trick. Wow. Okay. And so the guy who keeps popping up, he's actually 
the handler and is trying to keep them under control but he's not been able to mm-hmm. and he was actually trying to stop the wedding ceremony where he goes oh it's true love he was actually trying to use visual psychology to not let the marriages <laughs> happen yeah because that always it works all makes sense. now the only thing that was never meant to happen Mm. was Kevin. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> she was never meant to fall in love with oh. Kevin. Oh, no. Kevin. The fly in the ointment. So all that's happened, mm. and now we're up to date. So we know that the baby's been kidnapped. We cut to the scene. The handler is in a chair. He's tied up. He's, he's battered and bruised and scared. The two women are standing over him and saying he's a fool because he thought they wouldn't follow through with what they promised if they messed with them. Mm-hmm. Now, where's the baby? He goes, I don't know. And they <laughs> continue to beat him up. And then he goes, you're the fools. The baby's been in the palace the whole time. The king and queen took her. Ooh. The king and queen are in the organisation. Oh my God, this is like dad with a porno levels of <laughs> plot twists and turns. And you're stupid if you think you can win. Mm-hmm. And then he said, well, it, you, it won't matter to you. And they pull out a knife. Oh my gosh. And walk towards him. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to the scene where he's been butchered. Oh, okay. So we've come full circle. So we've come full circle to where we're at now. So we now see the king and queen go down into the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And we see this baby. The king and baby in the dungeon? The king and baby in the dungeon. Harsh. So, <laughs> Way harsh. No, because they're gonna trot. They're basically gonna kidnap her because right. they can't get because Belgrave is now on high alert. Uh-huh. Now what the thing is, they never wanted to be king and queen. Mm. They were placed there by the organization. Okay, and they're like, look, we're gonna do this fake uprising so that they can dethrone us so we can get out and get back to running the organisation mm-hmm. but these two women have messed up our plans so we're going to make her pay and we're going to take the baby and train her so that's why Dear they've God. taken the baby Okay, but they messed with the wrong ones cue <laughs> <laughs> it turns into a taken situation <laughs> lovely lovely yeah. both women go to the palace I mean they can waltz in because there's no security yeah <laughs> and they've got ammo. Yeah. And they go on a rampage. They kill everyone in sight, <laughs> including the helper lady. Oh, no. She was never really a friend. She was someone She was working on the inside. They okay. didn't know. Okay. Oof. They didn't know. Oh, that's that. a lot to unpack emotionally, yeah. yeah. So there was like, we were always for the organiser. We knew who you were and this, yeah. this, this. It is Susan a fight and people get butchered. Also... The prince isn't in the organisation, but the king's helper is in the organisation. So he's dead too. He gets killed. Now the prince is away because he's inconsolable. So he's he's not in all of this and he (laughs) still doesn't know what happened. Okay. They find the king and queen and they're like, you think your small timers can deal with the organisation. You don't know how big the organisation is. A fight ensues. They get killed. They get the baby back. Right. Cut the news mm-hmm. um, because the organisation can't let this get out the news that takes place is there was the um, revolution uprising they massacred everyone except the prince and Stacy and the baby so the prince and Stacy are now the king they're and now queen. in the line for the throne they're the king and queen of Belgravia fantastic 
and the organisation, well, because you're the king and queen, this will keep you safe, but don't think this is the end. Then the last scene <laughs> is Lady Margaret goes back to Chicago and there's a note on the table saying, we've got Kevin and Olivia. Well, that's intense. And that's, 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 the, that's the cliffhanger what? end. That's the cliffhanger that is, end. That's nice. a full franchise of self there. Yeah. <laughs> very intense. I like it, though. I, I, I feel Twists. Like so many twists and turns, yeah. Imagine a franchise like Taken or something like that, but its first film was The Princess Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it really evolved. It's like tonal change. I just, when I watched The Princess Switch, I thought, this is sinister. I was watching it and thinking, sinister there's so undertones. much more going on. Mm-hmm. So I decided to Yeah, that I think you've done a good job. That was like, yeah, I was into that. <laughs> I, was, I was hanging on every word. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Mm. That's fantastic. Well done. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, should we do listen submissions? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so I think I've only got uh, two this week. Okay. It's it's not that well-known a film, but it's fair, yeah. whatever. So Chris Denning says, I asked my wife point blank to give this to me off the top of her head for the sequel. She says, the title, Oopsie Baby. Oopsie Baby. The plot, the girls will both give birth in the same place on the same day. And the in babies, the same place? Yeah, apparently. Same, same hospital, whatever. Okay. Um, and the babies will be switched at birth. Sure. It would then flash forward 12 years... And something would tip children off that they aren't with the right family. Because basically they're the opposite of dads and stuff like that. And also, uh, one of the dads is biracial. <laughs> yeah. Well pointed out, yes. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> yep. Yep. But <laughs> ma- ma- maybe neither of the dads have that much influence on the DNA of the child. True. And okay. uh, they just turn out identical. I think when something. the baby comes out with like ripped six pack abs, it's a sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think I th- <laughs> comes out jacked. Yeah, I, I think basically Chris Denning's wife, who's written in, they thought uh, about as much of this film as Netflix did about <laughs> Princess Switch. Uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and the other one I've got is from Ethan Harrison, who said he's actually getting a sequel where a third Vanessa Hudgens appears. This is real. Someone has then replied saying. I hope eventually the whole cast is just Vanessa Hudson. <laughs> She's every character. Yes. <laughs> it fully so goes into, yeah, it fully goes into the Batman yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I have some as well. Uh, John Young said, The Princess Witch for Halloween and The Princess Bitch to go after the coveted PG-13 <laughs> demographic. Basically by themselves. <laughs> uh, Madeline Taylor said, The Princess Switch, an accurate and funny way to describe my sex life. <laughs> Top or bottom, who knows? Um, uh, Vanessa Riley said, The Princess Witch, both which with W H I C H, both Baker and Fancy Lady get amnesia and neither can remember who is who. <laughs> so, The Princess that Witch. That is the winner. That's good. That's good. I like that one, yeah. Uh, Alex DeMol said, Regular Baker Hudgens and the Prince die in a car crash in a tunnel while she's impersonating real Princess Hudgens. Princess Hudgens thinks it wasn't an accident. Someone's out to get her. She goes on the run with Kevin while trying to find out the truth. Too soon. Uh, yeah, it's been 20 years, guys. <laughs> Crass. Yeah. Tim Morgan said, The Princess Twitch, one of them develops a muscular disorder. <laughs> oh my gosh. Our fans have a dark sense of humor. Sorry, Ollie. Uh, Jay Ferguson said, The princess ditch. The two girls dig a ditch for 90 minutes. No one notices. 
Sam Postor said the Princess Dimmer Switch. <laughs> <laughs> they get eco friendly. <laughs> Yeah. And finally on Twitter, we have two from Twitter, at Squeaky Har said, Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens once again plays Vanessa Hudgens not playing Vanessa Hudgens. She moves into the neighbourhood <laughs> where I, having a cameo, remind her while taking the garbage out how happy I am to be with my man, Zac Efron. It's the ex-girlfriend switch. <laughs> and finally, at Bloatbusters, Bloatbusters podcast, at Bloatbusters said, The Princess PlayStation. A film that's shot on a slightly better resolution camera has several people that only ever appear in insert director here films in here's filmography and doesn't even try to appeal to the family demographic. <laughs> so I guess that's like David Lynch version or something like that. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, um, thank you for those listener submissions, guys. We appreciate them very much. And we ask for your listener submissions every week, a few days before we record, by putting posts on Facebook and Twitter where you can post your ideas. So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. To listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, all of which you can also leave us a five-star review, which is a great way to help us to kind of spread the word and gain new listenership. We're also available on Patreon, which is exclusively for the people who would raise us five stars or more if they could, and you can find all of those links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. Mm-hmm. And next week, Harry... We are having a Patreon selection. Next week is the last episode of the year. It's our final Christmas episode, yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we thought we'd end with a, a listener with a a fan submission, a fan choice. Mm-hmm. So I polled our fans, our, mm-hmm. our Patreon subscribers, or our hardcore fans on our on our Facebook page, and asked them to suggest a film. And mm-hmm. we got many suggestions, but one came through repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And so it's just gonna be you and me. We're not having a guest on. No one's actually wanting to own this film, but a lot of people wanted to hear us talk. Are you allowed to it. tell me who's picked it, or is that is that anonymous too? Uh, Julio picked it. Uh, Kate picked it. Oh, okay. Uh, there's been a few. I see, it, I see what you did. It, it got there, mentioned yeah. a few times, yeah. Uh, but the film that they have decided they want us to finish our Christmas season on on is a festive classic called Christmas with the Cranks. So that should be It's been, been appear, it's, it's been appearing on my YouTube feed for for a while yeah. recently the videos about this. Okay? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I, you know what? I have no idea what this is. Neither, I've never seen it. No. I have low expectations, yep. I'm not going to lie, but yep. uh, we will watch it and we will report back. Yeah. I think Julio described it as the worst Christmas film he's ever watched. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's not what I want. That's not what I want to finish off the year. Maybe it's oh. great. Well, maybe he's just got bad taste. Why didn't we switch that with this? Well, you know. Like, this is at least fun. <laughs> You've not seen it. it. Maybe maybe Christmas the Cranks will be delightful. Oh, I'm in the worst mood don't for this now. Much. Okay, anyway. I'm going to drink so much beforehand. <laughs> well, that's that's your prerogative, Harry. So, join us next week for Christmas with the Crank. And oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you, Ollie and Joe, for joining us tonight. Welcome, we'll have you, I'm sure we'll both have you on again in the near future. Do either of you have anything you would like to particularly plug or. No. no. I just want to talk nothing. about a gold digger because I had an issue with the box. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> talk off there. Okay, okay let's, let, let's go to the pub right now. <laughs> like, give us five seconds to finish this, if that's all right. <laughs> so that's but anyway, a, yes. That, thank you, Ollie. Yeah, thank you, John. That's a no from both. On you've uh, <laughs> you've both been fantastic today, as always. It's been a pleasure, and, as always. Uh, yeah. yeah, Joe, you need to play the catch up game to, with, with, with Ollie. You're you're on behind. Yeah. I do believe. Yeah. Yes. You're both always welcome. So thank you very much. And yeah, join us next week for the Christmas of the Cranks. Yeah, for the final episode of twenty of the decade. My God, yeah. Yeah, the final episode of the decade. That's my, a momentous moment. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Right. Bye, everybody. See you later. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Well done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs>